mean, we were just talking earlier about Virginia winters. You know, it could be 70 one day and 20 the next. Yeah, it's like a, a necessary evil. No, not really a necessary evil. What am I thinking of? It's good and bad. Okay. Because sometimes it's nice and cold and sometimes mm-hmm. it's nice and warm. Yeah. And sometimes you get sick. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it is nice to have those like those warm days where you're like, oh, I'll take a bike ride or something random in January, you right. know. And that's a good way to get out of the house and kind of get a little fresh air, you know. Once it starts getting cold, some of us tend to hibernate a little bit more than others. Indeed. Now that I've got a dog again, I can't really do that. Uh, I'm out there four times a day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, right now, you know. It's in the evening, but it's 36 degrees here in Richmond, which to some people is like a balmy spring day, I'm sure, if you're from like North Dakota or whatnot. Upper Canada. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty chilly for us. And it uh, it kind of ties into a conversation we've had before about like not wanting to get out and do stuff. Yeah. You know, that's kind of one of those things that kind of makes you not want to get out and do stuff. But it also makes me think of like all the things that I've done in the past when it's ridiculously cold outside like on purpose sometimes (laughs) (laughs) not getting trapped in 19 hours on the freeway because of the snow uh i thankfully was not in that (laughs) yeah yeah rach thinks about that every now and then now when she drives so much and it's just like yeah she now carries a blanket food Mm. water All that stuff goes with her because... Full tank of gas. (laughs) But I just tell her it's okay because it won't be that long for us because I'll just get Andrew to come on up and (laughs) take his truck and go up there because it doesn't even need a snowplow. There you go. Yes, cold weather activities. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be something that you enjoy doing when it's, let's say, freezing. Freezing and below. Well, the crazy thing is, is like, I'll still do the things that I normally do when it's warm, you know, even to the point where we've we've kayaked before when it's oh, yeah. cold. Oh, yeah. we <laughs> Okay, so we went one time down on the James. It was like mid-November, and it was pretty chilly. Yeah. And uh, what I didn't think about was... <laughs> So we launch, and uh-huh. we tootle a little bit up the James, and all of a sudden we hear, boom, 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 because I forgot that it was duck and goose yeah. season. Hello. You must have been down below the city. Yeah. East of the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were basically down near... Um, Four Mile Creek, or Deep Bottom? No, near um, Harrison Lake. So there's that little, uh, like, when you're coming back towards Richmond, there's that, it's a little, I don't want to call it a park, but it's... They've got a, a pier and stuff there and a pavilion, little little thing that you can go down there. And um, it's got a little sandy beach, which, of course, with the kayaks, you could just... Where's this at? I need to know. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, it's actually kind of nice because if you're riding the bikes down there, they have mm-hmm. bathrooms. You sure it's this side of Harrison Lake? It is between Harrison Lake and um, Charles City. Okay, yeah, yeah, going the other way. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they put the little extension on the Capitol Trail right. down into the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so you know where I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so we uh, we put in there and we paddled out and, um, yeah, there were guys <laughs> <laughs> shooting guns. There are a couple of kayaking spots that I um, really was loving in the late summer and I was watching the calendar because I was like, hmm, October. It's, uh, what, early early duck season, I well, think, or, in some uh, places. September. 
uh, oh, goose September? season okay. comes in. Yeah. You know, so here. But it's like, it's so, that's the one thing about hunting regulations. And I've, I've never been a hunter, so I've never really followed it. But when you try to figure out like what's in season, they'll list out 17 different places, like different zones or different regions oh, or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, wait, sorry. So, all right. If I go here on Saturday, I'm good. But if I go, you know, over here, I yeah, can't. Two counties <laughs> over. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. There's all different regulations on firearms and things like that, you know, so... It, yeah, it gets confusing. That's why I just go with Andrew because he knows all that <laughs> stuff. And yeah, duck hunting was my favorite hunting because a you can just talk. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be all quiet like you're in the woods. And b it's you know yes you get out there early, but you get out there early for regular hunting too. But yeah, you get out there early, and you're done at like ten. <laughs> Time to wrap. You can go back out in the afternoon, but yeah, there's it, there's nothing that really goes on during the middle of the day for ducks mm-hmm. and geese. So that was the fun part. You just go and hang out for a couple of hours, and I definitely have some stories that would get people in trouble. But um, oh, like my my experience was basically when October rolled around, I said, "All right, I'm going to stop going to places like the the wildlife management areas and that kind of stuff where I know that hunting yeah. potentially it, could be happening." It's, yeah, <laughs> it's it's really kind of best because yeah. not everybody pays attention. Yeah, but you know, you're talking about kayaking. the The one thing that I've always heard with regards to winter kayaking um, for those of us who just have open boats and, you know, right. we're not wearing dry suits and all that stuff. I, I guess the, the most dangerous part is should you fall in? That's yeah. like minutes to hypothermia, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But even, you know, sometimes I know like you get a little sloppy paddling and you just get water in your boat. I'm just sitting there thinking about some uh, 40 degree river water <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> soaking into my pants. Yeah. It's not like something we, set out to do and strive to do during the winter but yeah. it, it has happened and you just get a, a wild hair and go out and do it i could see it being fun like maybe on a little lake or something especially if you got like just a little thin ice mm-hmm. just to be able to kind of like be, be an icebreaker for a day and you know kind of glide through that kind of stuff so <laughs> again hunting with andrew <laughs> uh down at my sister's place and they have a they live near a river but they have a creek that comes out and it's tidal okay and we had a duck blind set up down in the bottom of the creek. And uh, we decided one time we were going to take the canoe and paddle out okay. to the mouth of the river and because the geese would come right by, which ended up being fruitful, by the way. But we pulled the kayak up, and the tide was going out. It was so cold that as the tide went out, the bank froze. <laughs> and we're in a canoe. Yeah. <laughs> but... It did work out in the end. Okay, that's good. That's we good. had to wait for the tide to come back up. <laughs> yeah, not a not a ton of it, but we have definitely done it. Hiking, we've definitely hiked in the cold weather. We don't mind that at all. Yeah. Well, and actually, that's kind of my my first winter cold weather story is my very first backpacking trip. I think we've talked about it before. I was in college, and um, spring break comes in March, I believe, mid March, something like yeah, that. Yeah, somewhere in there. And. Uh, Buddy of mine was like, I'm going backpacking with a couple guys. You want to come along? I was like, well, I don't have any gear. And he was like, I got spare gear. You're fine. I was like, cool. Okay. <laughs> Showed up. Uh, the forecast was not on our side. Did you check it? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. He's he's telling me about this like the day before or the day of we're leaving. He's like, oh, yeah. So it's uh, it's going to rain all night. It's going to snow for the rest of the week. I was like, Where are you going to oh. be gone for a week? We're supposed to go for a week, yeah. Okay. 
And it was up, uh, we hit the AT just, uh, I guess, just west of Lynchburg, uh, where it crosses the James River. Uh, made camp in the dark the first night in the pouring rain. Next day, we started hiking. Rain turns to snow. As you're like crossing over the top of the mountains, like the drifts on the trail were like three feet deep. I remember like up to my thighs, miserable. And then on the way down the mountain, it was just like a crusty, kind of crusty on top yeah. of the And so you're post-holing and you're killing your knees the whole oh, way yeah. down. Absolutely miserable. This Absolutely. was your first outing. First ever backpacking trip. Yeah, first like real hiking I'd ever done for the most part. You know? When was the next time you went after that? It was a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. Uh, no, I, I feel like it was maybe like, uh, maybe that, it was probably in the same year. I feel like it was maybe in the fall. But yeah, it was It was just I, this idea though that it was spring break and here we are trudging through three feet of snow right. in the mountains of Virginia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, in the end it was, it was good. And it was like we talked in the past about like, Hiking in the rain and that kind of stuff. And you're miserable in the moment, but you look back and you're like, oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So we, you know, we get snow here in Virginia. Mm-hmm. We don't get like tons of snow usually. Yeah. So that was an occurrence. <laughs> yeah. Well, and again, it was at the tops of the mountains. Oh, and I should add that, um, I forget, a couple of days in, we finally just, he, he makes the call. He's like, you know, I've got someone who's driving and he's going to meet us where it crosses, uh, I think it was like where it crosses 60 or something like that. And he's just going to drive us back to the truck and we're going to call it, you know. So that the day that he's going to meet us, we come down the mountain, sunny, all the snow's melted. We're walking in the creek because we're so hot. What? Yes. Good Virginia. old Virginia. <laughs> Good old Virginia. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever actually camped in the snow before i've definitely never backpack camped in the snow before luckily we did not that first night when it was raining we t- we were in tents but the next couple of nights it was all shelters on the at i don't think we had to throw a tent up for the rest okay. of us so it made it a little easier yeah um you still get a little bit of snow kind of blowing into because they're three wall shelters but yeah could have been worse yeah that's too early for through hikers mm-hmm. to be up there yeah, unless you're doing a flip-flop or something. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Flip-flop. Flip-flop. Those are becoming a lot more popular now, uh, where you start in the middle and like go north or south, and then you catch a ride back to the middle, or you know, you do it out of order so you avoid the crowds. Gotcha. You know, or so that you can beat the season, because you know, if you're too late getting up north and you're snowed off the mountain, you can't finish. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've definitely read about that. Hmm, okay. Hiking, we try to do a hike every year, particularly on the first. First day hikes. But we like to do things a little bit different. And I say we, my wife likes to do this, and I go along with you it. tag along? She likes to do, like, the top three to five things that we'd like to do all year long and do it on the first day to kind of set that precedence for the year. The precedent that it's all downhill from there because you've done all the fun stuff? But we just want to do it more throughout the year. <laughs> Not that we've done it already. Yeah. But like, so we like to go on a hike. Okay. Maybe a short run. Mm-hmm. Again, her, not me. Yeah. Uh, paddle, mm-hmm. if we can. That's a tough one. Wasn't there a year recently bike where y'all ride. did all three, and then like everything in the same day or something like that or in we the same did, weekend? We did a bike ride. We did a hike. And I think we paddled. 
mm-hmm. all all in the all on the first. Okay. The yeah. hike was a short hike, mm. and it was like headlamps going up. Oh. <laughs> it's only about a mile and a half. Yeah. Uh, but it was a summit, you know. So we did, you know, we did summit, and we did catch just the very end of the sunset. Yeah. But um, coming back, it was definitely headlamps. Yeah. Know, that kind of thing. So, but we got it in. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. It's all that counts. Got to get it in. But again, it was a hike in the mountains. Mm-hmm. So, but that's kind of where we were at too. We wanted yeah. to set that that stage for doing it. You know. Yeah. Throughout the year, I started doing uh, first day hikes a few years back, and I remember in 2020 because it's pretty easy to remember everything you did that year. Uh, started with the first day hike, and then was hiking every weekend. Until obviously, you know, things kind of got shut down a little bit. But uh, that that year, that was uh, that was when I hiked Mount Pleasant. Okay, and had my not so pleasant experience. <laughs> both, both had not so pleasant experience. Yeah, mine it was like it was close to single digits. It, I think it was in the teens, and it was windy, and it was just not a lot of fun. Yeah. So again, cold weather. That's not one of the ones I would have said. Oh, it, but it but it was so fun, you know. It it was just kind of miserable. <laughs> let's be honest. Well, I'm not. I used to be a cold weather guy. Mm-hmm. Used to love the cold weather. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, not as much. I still don't like <laughs> crazy hot. But yeah, the cold gets to me a little bit more now. But mm-hmm. yeah, I've, you know, hiking, walking, you know, on trails, that kind of thing. We definitely do that through the colder ones. Yeah. Because you can bundle up. It's it's all about that layers management. You got to have enough layers yeah. that you stay warm. But when you stop, you got to strip off some layers yeah, yeah, real yeah. quick. <laughs> and try not to stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, obviously views change on the mountaintops and things mm-hmm. like that because leaves off the trees. And even yeah. just during the hike itself. You know, and it's the same thing with paddling. Your views are different paddling. Mm-hmm. It tends to be prettier when you're paddling and warmer weather when leaves are full and things like that um bike riding you know we again we we like to do that so we we don't do as much cold weather bike riding because it tends to get a little colder as you get a little faster i got some stories about that yeah you used to ride it like every day yeah um so god this has been a a number of years ago well back back in my 20s for a couple of years there i didn't have a car and i did everything by bike uh, including uh, getting to work, which my commute was like 45 minutes by bike. I think I, w- I wasn't out there trying to set any records, you know. I was mm-hmm. trying not to get hit by cars for the most part. But I have definitely done that commute in the snow, sleet, and all other uh, stuff. In fact, I've got pictures, and maybe if I, if I can dig one up, I will, um, I'll post it to the Instagram. But I've got pictures of like my helmet covered in snow and icicles in my mustache, <laughs> you know, and like I learned like you needed a buff or a scarf or something to cover your face. You learn that very quickly. But when you have facial hair and you're breathing like that until you're buff, all that moisture from your, your mouth oh, yeah. stays in your facial hair. And then <laughs> any chance it gets, it's going to freeze. Like the buff doesn't freeze to your stage. <laughs> right. I, it, it would get crunchy a little bit, but yeah. No, <laughs> I, the, the only sketchy thing was um, because I was riding my stuff, the bike. Uh, it's uh, Technically, it's a um, cyclocross bike, but it's got 28-millimeter uh, tires on it. So, I mean, definitely narrower than 
any mountain bike tire, but sure. they're not the pizza cutters yeah, that necessarily on like, right, right, road yeah. bike. Uh, but you have no traction. And I can remember uh, by the 7-Eleven on Idlewood at Belvedere. Okay, yeah. I can remember like wiping out there one time, like taking that turn and just losing everything. <laughs> and people wondering, why the hell are you riding a bike and <laughs> exactly, stuff? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I'm like, I got to get to work, guys. <laughs> you, I don't know if you remember Doug from Target. Yes, yeah, Doug. Your redhead Doug mm-hmm. used to ride the scooter. That's right, yeah. Same guy that rode his scooter all the way down to North Carolina Ooh. to see his family. <laughs> but he came in on that thing one day, and it was snowing. It was like five, six inches of snow on the ground. Oh, my gosh. Everybody's calling out. Mm-hmm. Here comes Doug, you know. Yeah. Anything about Doug, the boy came to work. He did, yeah. So we asked, how'd you get here? I rode the scooter. We're like, what? How in the hell did you do that? And he, he, we walk out to where the scooter was. He sits on it and plants both feet flat on the ground. Yep. And he goes, just like this the whole way. It's like he had little pontoons. <laughs> you Good got, on you, buddy. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I, I would love to have seen that ride. Obviously, scooter riding in the snow is not the best thing in the world to do, or bike. Scooter riding in the snow is not on my list of things to do, ever. And again, that's a situation where it was kind of miserable, but I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I almost al- almost always enjoyed my commutes by bike, if for no other reason than it was a chance to kind of clear your mind. Right. And, I mean, you know as well as I do, the city in a sn- you know after a snowstorm is totally different, because most people are off the streets. There's not a lot of activity, not a lot of sound. So you're just kind of out there doing your own thing. And none of them know how to drive. Luckily. Except for me. <laughs> luckily, um, the only times I almost got hit was actually like just normal days. Never in the snow, never in the rain. I've you actually know. thought about riding my bike back and forth to work. I mean, yeah, it's all like close miles, enough. Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh, but what if I got to go pick something up? Yeah. Uh, but uh, Rach actually said, you know, duh. Drive your Jeep over with it on the back and then just ride it home. Yeah. And then ride it back the next day. If you have to go somewhere, the Jeep's out already at work. You know, yeah, just, just leave it there. Like, Duh, good <laughs> idea. So I may start doing that in the cold weather. Okay. Not in the snow. That's what the Jeep will be. For. That's, 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 that's no, my luck. Fun. I'll ride the bike home. <laughs> the Jeep will be at work. <laughs> I might as well walk to work. Yeah. Uh, Which is still doable because, exactly. again, it's two miles, two miles away. Ugh. <laughs> uh. So we're talking about cold weather, but obviously it comes with cold weather is the snow. Mm-hmm. Favorite activity in the snow? Favorite? Um, I mean, in recent years, the only thing I've done is I've done a little skiing and a little snowboarding. Snowboarding most recently, and that was five or six years ago. Never done it. Never just, never, never skied either. Neither? No, no neither mountain one. sports? Never done. Um, Sledding, tubing, that kind of thing, yeah. I was going to say, sledding can be the most fun, you know, um, especially, mm-hmm. I mean, in my teenage years, I was out in the country, so you find somebody that's got a big old hill. Oh, yeah. That's, and actually... That's where ours started. <laughs> actually, I, I take that back. What's a lot of fun in the snow is when your buddy's dad has an old car hood that he straps to the back of a four-wheeler, and you ride the car hood... <laughs> And he flings you around in a snowy field. That's probably the most fun I've had. Okay. <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> and looking back on it now, we, we think to ourselves, we were actually riding on something that was 
valuable now. Oh gosh. <laughs> but we had this, I guess it was about a four foot, about 48 inch, you know, diameter Coca-Cola sign. Met old metal oh, okay. sign. Oh, yeah. Porcelain coated all that oh. stuff. But she moved, Jack. I'll tell you what. My dad would wax that thing up. And we had a couple things we used to do with it. One, our, the, the road you know, that goes to the houses where, mm-hmm. where I used to live, there were several ravines. Yeah. And there was one down by neighbors that it was actually a full ravine with the road. Mm-hmm. So if you got fast enough, you could actually go down the hill and back up, <laughs> which was great because yeah. you just turn around and you do it again. Yeah. The Coca-Cola sign, no steering. <laughs> so you would go down the hill and then veer off to the left and down into the ravine. So that part, it was, it was fun for a little bit, but then it wasn't fun. Yeah. But we used to take the Coca-Cola top. That's what we call it, Coca-Cola top. We used to take the sign, mm-hmm. tie a rope to the back of the Willis. And my dad would pull us in the, in the Willis that he used to own. Nice. Or the Scout, either one. Mm-hmm. So, which was fine and perfectly safe. <laughs> Curves were real fun. Exactly. Yeah. You just had to be mindful of how fast you might be going uh-huh. and when he decided to stop. Yeah. Because you don't. Exactly. <laughs> Not nearly at all. So. I, I remember, and he, I mean, he didn't mean to do it, but uh, again, Buddy's dad was pulling us in the Ritz field and um, took a big turn. We went slinging around. Into a blackberry patch. Oh, that's... <laughs> thorns don't go away during the winter. Nope, not at all. <laughs> nope. Luckily, from what I remember, the, the hood, the car hood, you know, kind of took the bulk of the impact, but I, I feel like maybe, like, got some thorns in the in my arm or something like that. You know? Probably there still to this day. <laughs> Just embedded. Yeah. Yeah, so we used to do that, mm-hmm. and, but we'd have regular sleds and stuff, too, that we would do. Yeah. But... Um, did you ever, I mean, you didn't really live in Richmond when you were a kid. No, not at all. Powhatan Hill. Have you ever been to Powhatan Hill for sledding? I have not, but I imagine that is quite the sledding hill. It's insane. Yeah. It can get crazy because yeah. it's multi-levels. Mm-hmm. And if you get fast enough, which usually you do, <laughs> you will jump Yeah, the second level for sure. Jeez. Uh, I can remember going as a kid and... Uh, Gosh, it used to be hundreds of people would just go. Yeah. But the cool thing was by the time you'd get off school and your dad and mom and dad would get off of work and mm-hmm. you'd get bundled up. We lived in New Kent. Oh, by the time yeah. we got up there, they already had the lanes done. Oh, yeah. So nice. all you had to do was compact. Just, I mean, you could take a piece of cardboard and go down that thing and, and still have fun. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, I, I definitely remember, like, <laughs> catching air, people falling off, you uh-huh. landing on top of them. You would think that wouldn't be fun, but it was really fun. <laughs> Do you remember one year I went, and I think this is when, this is when I was a teenager. We went up there, and uh, there's a road that runs down the side. Uh huh. Yep. And some dude was going down the road because it was all ice and snow on the road. Yeah. He was going down the road on the sled. Okay. Which were still being used by cars, <laughs> and he got to the bottom of the road because there's no. You know, no bumps and things like yeah. that. He couldn't stop. Oh. And there were cars coming around the corner. Yeah. About to hell. It was just like, we were just watching, <laughs> just waiting yeah. for him to go right up underneath the car. Jeez. Never did. He managed to <laughs> bail out at the last minute, but oh. yeah. Well, and now they, uh, they built those houses down at the bottom there, so. Now you just run into the house. 
<laughs> Smash through I don't some know if Yeah, I don't know if they'll be able to do that. You know, the, the sledding days on Palatine Hill might be over. No, no, I think because uh, the corner is still open. So as long as you come down the, I guess if you're coming down the hill, if you stay to the left, you're fine. But okay. if, if you were to veer towards that road, yeah, that's where the houses are. And Interesting. Last time we went with the kids were younger. Yeah. Well, I guess Liv was probably about seven, mm-hmm. something like that. And we had a pretty traumatic experience there. Oh. That I'm not going to get into to okay. bring the podcast down. Oh yeah, don't do that. But no, uh, I'll tell you the story <laughs> later. But uh, yes, you have to be very careful. Okay. Yeah, I actually have a couple sledding issues that I could tell you about. Oh. But, um, and I'm sitting here thinking about you know I need to go have some kids, so I have an excuse to go sledding again. You totally don't have to have kids for that. I know. I could probably just buy a sled and no, bring, bring a pocket flask of whiskey and just start hitting the hill. In saying that, <laughs> when I tell you the story, you're going to go. Wow. Oh, man. So, yes. I can't believe I haven't told you this story. Uh, maybe I'll tell you and be like, oh, yeah, I remember you totally telling me about it's that. possible, yeah. Anywho, sledding. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> Just be careful. Yeah. Tubing. Oh. I've never done the tubing. Here's oh. the funny thing. And neither have we. Okay. But we went to Massanutten, mm-hmm. went up for a night. Mm-hmm. First time I've ever gone and went to go tubing and... Didn't realize you had to buy tickets ahead of time. Yes. So we never went to actually tube. Well, and I want to say that was my thing because I've been to Wintergreen like a number of times. Um, that's only, the only the only um, resort that I've been to uh, for that stuff. And I've been, like I said, for skiing and for snowboarding. And I can remember like going up and be like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll hit the tubing hill once or twice. And not realizing it wasn't included. Right. And so you have to buy it separately. And it's not cheap. No, like, it's not and actually, don't they, if I could be totally wrong, but isn't that like by the hour or like you have to buy a half day or like it's it's not even this like an all day thing. years ago. Like mm-hmm. the kids were even younger when we went to do this. So I don't even remember how. Okay. I just know that we had to have tickets ahead or had to buy tickets. And of course, it sold out way before yeah. we even got close to getting there. Mm-hmm. So we didn't even stay there. We just <laughs> We left and went to a hotel somewhere else, but. Yeah, uh, just tried to enjoy ourselves while we were in the mountains, which obviously we always do. So yeah, only time I've been to Wintergreen is not snowy time. It oh, was, I've never been in the summer. Um, yeah, I think we went fall one time. She had a conference. Oh, okay. Great nice. days, and um, so we got to stay there and be uh, We did a lot of hiking. Yeah, when we went, you know, on their trails, they got like thirty-five trails or thirty-five miles of trails or something yeah. like that over there. So we did we did some of that, but it wasn't like. It was jacket weather. It yeah. It wasn't cold, really. Mm. But no, I've never been skiing. I kind of uh-huh. always wanted to. Just never have the opportunity. Say, uh, Rach and her parents used to go when she was younger. They used yeah. to go up to Massanutten. I, um, in high school, I had some friends who, uh, I guess, had kind of grown up skiing and that kind of stuff. And so I ended up uh, kind of getting tangled in with that. And the first time I went, I was miserable. I hated it. I, like, swore up and down the mountain, like... <laughs> It I wasn't probably good. would do the same thing. Luckily, I was a lot skinnier and a lot more flexible because, like, when I got frustrated, I would literally just sit down on the back of my skis and go down the mountain. Okay. I, c- I definitely couldn't do that now. But uh, so I did that. And then for some reason, I went back and I was actually halfway decent, you know, on like the bunny hills, you know. Uh, I would do the um, the greens and the blues, you know. I wasn't touching anything bigger than that. And then uh, so I did that a couple of times. And then same buddy whose dad 
was fling us around on the car hood, he got really into snowboarding. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> we, we hung out a lot back in the day, but he was really big into snowboarding. And I was like, heck yeah, I want to try snowboarding. Okay. Went up, absolutely sucked at it. Like, like, and they say, like, if you learn one and then you go to the other, it's a hard transition because it's two totally different you yeah. know, processes. And I can't remember. I only went down the hill but maybe twice. And then I found somebody else in the group that, like, wasn't doing anything either. So we just hung out in the lodge um, and drank hot chocolate and, like, <laughs> ate french fries. I don't know, whatever we did, you know. Hot chocolate french fries. <laughs> maybe not at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I did that, and then uh, that mo- most recent trip, so that was all during high school, the one that was like five or six years ago, uh, dating a girl, she wanted to learn how to snowboard, and I was like, sure, I'll go, you know, wasn't expecting to enjoy it that much, uh, but we did the, like, the little lesson, like 45-minute lesson you can pay for. Right. I was like a natural, absolute natural, like, the instructor would be like, this is how you do it, I'd be like, oh, okay, and I would do it, and she'd be like, oh, you're good to go, and then she had to spend like 10 minutes with the girl I was with trying to like convince her how to do it. Sure. And the rest of the day, like I was great on the snowboard. Don't understand it. Maybe it's because you got <laughs> away from the skiing. 10 years, I forgot, you know, everything and came yeah. back to it. And I also heard that unless you're a natural, <laughs> that uh, you can get pretty bruised up by oh, snowboarding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what uh, my buddy uh, Jason he used to talk about going snowboarding. All the time. I was like, dude, I want to do it. And he was like, you're going to get banged up. <laughs> well, it's, it's all about falling. Yeah. You know, like snowboarding is all about knowing how to fall. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> unless you're just that good that you make it all the way down the mountain without ever tipping over, you know. Yeah. But the one thing I remember from all that was like getting up on like one of the bigger um, blue mountains, whatever, the intermediate, and like getting to the top and then like looking over the edge and just being like, holy crap. Like... Because, you, you know, hiking, you have switchbacks and stuff. You never, like, go straight over the edge of a mountain. Right. But not so much with snow sports. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember being like, oh, I'm not made for this. I'm not going to. It's kind of one of those things <laughs> where you go, I'm used to standing here just looking out. Exactly. <laughs> not going This down. is a great overlook. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? Why? It's like, why would you jump out of a perfectly good airplane? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I I remember going down it, but I, I want to say I only did that one once, and I was like, I'll stick to the like lower end intermediate. <laughs> yeah, still something that's not out of the realm of possibilities for me. Yeah, and I mean, hey, I'm I'm down to try it again. I might look like a fool. I don't know. I might. Well, in that case, you're definitely <laughs> coming with me. Hey, and you know what? Do you know what we have now that we didn't have back then? GoPros. Oh, I thought you were gonna say money. That you be have money? That would be the same. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. Why, why would you say such a thing? And, you know, that's probably the one reason that I never did it more because you'd have to drive up there. You'd have to pay for your rentals, you know, all your stuff, pay for your lift ticket. Yeah. Which you know, not, it's not a cheap day. Cheap, yeah. And then, especially like you're going to eat there, like it's resort prices, everything's being right. jacked up or whatever. So it, it ends up being several hundred dollars for a day of fun, you know. And you could do that at Disney. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I thought about buying a board or something at one point in time. But then it's like, but am I really going to use it enough? Right. You know? yeah. So it's it's kind of a chicken and the egg kind of thing. Like, it's too expensive to go if I don't have a board. But if I buy a board, that's would right. I go? No. That's the truth. Yeah. But I don't know. It's 
it's fun. And especially if you go to one of the bigger places that have like the lodges and the things you can do, you know. Have you ever gone out? And I assume the answer is going to be yes. Um, photography. Have you gone oh, out yeah, walking, yeah. taking pictures? Yeah. It's like one of the best times to go and do it. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, here in the city, you know, I love doing that, especially if you can get out before like the cars get out and mess up the roads and everything. Right. Or too many people get into Hollywood Cemetery. How'd Hollywood, you know where I go? Yeah, <laughs> Hollywood's the, one of the best places to go. Yeah, definitely. For those, for those shots. Um, I actually did it one time um, out in Hanover okay. at one of the battlefield parks. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty cool. I, only one there, obviously. Nobody goes out there anyway. Yeah. But like perfect snow. Yeah. No, not, not messed up at all by footprints or uh-huh. anything else. So that was pretty cool. Um I, I always wanted to get out more and go to Hollywood and mm-hmm. places like that, but I just timing never worked out for me. Yeah, and you know that is one of those things where again you have to get out there before before everyone starts having fun, mm-hmm. before they're throwing snowballs and making snow people and sledding and tramping through everything. But also here in Virginia, that's kind of a recurring theme. You'll get a beautiful snow. And four in hours later, <laughs> yeah. yeah, by by lunchtime, the sun has come out and it's starting it's to drip gone. off of the leaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gone. And Wait, it's, oh man, I can't even tell you how many times a year we get it to where it's miserable in the morning because of the commute and the uh-huh. snow and everything else. And then it's like people calling out, "Oh, good to work!" And then by yeah, by noon, yep, it's gone. <laughs> You're like free day. Uh, so <laughs> taking it back a ways, uh, I remember when I was in school. Um, uh, maybe middle school, middle school, high school. There was there was an incident where the county didn't close soon enough, and there were school buses kind of sliding around on the road. Right. Everybody got up in arms. Well, next time they called for snow, first flake fell. They sent us home. Yeah. Like nine thirty, ten o'clock in the morning, they sent us home. By lunchtime, it was bright, sunny. Like it was warm enough to play in your yard in a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> we loved it, of course. I tell you, I mean, I guess New Kent. They were a little bit more lenient on that because of the distances that mm-hmm. everything had to go. Buses, yeah, my bus ride was an hour long. Yep. Mm-hmm. When I moved to Henrico, <laughs> Henrico was like Henrico and Hanover, last two always really to close. Used to be okay. Yeah. So you'd be sitting there in the morning, you'd looking at the TV, just waiting, <laughs> waiting, 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 and you're oh. like, uh, G H. <laughs> Nothing. You're like, oh, you're kidding me. I can't believe I'm going to school. I was in Nottaway. So you're two-thirds of the way through the alphabet, and it's always, what's right before Nottaway? Nelson County. And that's where Wintergreen's at. Oh, yeah. So you always, every time, Nelson, Orange. No. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So it was was brutal to to grow up that way. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's funny because... um, so my job now, the way they determine if the office stays open is if the local schools are running. Right. If the buses don't run, we don't have to go into the office. Yeah. Well, I work from home now, yeah. so I don't get snow days anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't have that excuse anymore. <laughs> that first little period of time when I was still in the office, I found myself again like waking up and checking the school closings <laughs> yeah. because that's how I knew if I had to go to work right. or not. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's different now, like you say. Yeah. Now it's like you just they hear about it now, and it's like oh, we're closed. Yeah, you know, it's yep. like don't want to take any chances. Yeah, so it's a liability for sure. Um, well, it's good for the kids, <laughs> except for now they can do a virtual. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if that'll kind of kill their snow days, also. But so you mentioned, 
you wanted to maybe one day try skiing or snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Do you have a preference? Is there one that you are more interested in? No, not really. I'd, I'd handle it doing either one. Yeah. It is interesting, though, that you, you mentioned that it's harder to do both. Yep. Because you different mindsets. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I would probably have to just say, let me just learn one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know which is easier to learn. Yeah. It, it depends. It depends on you. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't have a preference. If somebody said, "Oh, you know, we got skis, we got everything we need, let's go do it," then yeah. I'd be okay. Yep. You know. So, so the one thing that I've never done snow wise that I've always wanted to do, and I feel like this is like one of those like romanticized ideas that I have in my head, like you see it in movies or something. And you're like, "Yes, luge." No, that looks <laughs> scary as hell. <laughs> Snowshoeing. Yeah, and it's basically hiking with big flat feet. Yeah, yeah, you're on top of the snow, yeah. <laughs> but I, we just don't get, and I've, L.O. Bean always sells them. Um, I feel like REI usually still, even here, will carry snowshoes. And I've looked at them, and I've been like, tried to justify it in my head. But then it's like, how often would I get to use those? Because we, here in the city, like, we don't get enough snow to, no, to use it. No, you'd have to justify it by going somewhere yeah and so like if maybe every year i went to west virginia for a week or something like that then i would get a pair but i don't know there's just something about the idea of and you were talking about uh, photography in the snow i would love to go out and do some like woodland photography and basically snowshoe a trail out into the middle of nowhere and do that kind of stuff like i in my head that sounds so cool and in reality, it would probably be miserable, I'm sure. You know? <laughs> <But>. <laughs> yeah, I don't I've never thought about snowshoeing. Just because we, like say, we just don't get enough snow yeah. to, to warrant something. Like, like, how many snowmobiles have you seen around here? <laughs> None. Cause exactly. Unless they moved from somewhere where it was. But yeah, but like, yeah, friends that from are from Vermont, and that was... That was their second car. You know, yeah. Snow came along. You know, winter came along. They were riding their snowmobile everywhere. Yeah. Well, they talked about when they used to ride it up into Canada and stuff. Uh, the most recent training I went to for work, the instructor, she's from Canada, currently lives in, I think, Michigan, Michigan, Minnesota, somewhere in that area. And she was talking about how somewhere near her, in the wintertime, there are essentially snowmobile roads and so you have these little like stores, quote unquote stores that pop up on these snowmobile roads. Huh. And it's basically people running it out of their garage kind of thing or whatever. Right. But you can go and buy a six pack of beer from this store that's only open when the snowmobiles are running. It's, it's the craziest thing I'd ever heard of. Yeah, in that book that I was listening to, he talks about snowmobiles and mm-hmm. how some people call them snowmobiles. You go someplace, it's snow machines. Snow machines, yeah. yeah. So he kind of got into the snow machine way of saying it. I think I think it's probably like if you live somewhere that has them, it's snow machine, and for the rest of us, it's, it's snowmobile. Snow <laughs> it's right. it's how they weed us out, probably. Hmm. <laughs> maybe maybe because it's like a toy to us versus mm-hmm. an actual useful device for them. Yeah, they're like, this is how I this get is around. A machine, the machine. <laughs> All right, now Bert Kreischer. Yes. Uh, yeah. So. Um, have I always wanted to ride a snow machine? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I would love to do that at least once. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. That's another who knows. Yeah. My wife is not into cold weather at all. Mm. Therefore, my fun ideas of running up to Maine during the winter and staying blah, 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 blah. And riding you mean, the snow you mean a boys trip? 
Because I feel like that would have to be a boys' trip at that point. That's a good point. <laughs> I gotta get some boys. There you go. I have a few. Maybe we'll try that. I've been wanting to do a boys' trip. I just don't know who likes the cold weather. <laughs> hey, there's always the. I cabin bet if I said there's no machines involved, oh, yeah. <laughs> people people are going. Absolutely. So, yeah. So it's one day I'll I'll get to cross that off the old bucket list. There you go. But. We don't always have to go out and have fun in the snow. Yeah. So one cold weather thing. It doesn't have to be a cold weather thing, but I'm used to doing it in the cold weather. Yeah. Because in the heat, it's miserable, and that's metal detecting. Okay. So going rally hunting. But if the ground is frozen, I'm sure that's not fun. (laughs) I have hacked at the ground (laughs) like it's stone. Yeah, it was uh, definitely days that we've been out and we did things. But yeah. some of the coolest times we had was when it was like cold outside and mm-hmm. like somebody would bring a camp stove and we'd bring like hot dogs and things and oh, grill them out, you, you know, yeah. right out there in the woods, you know. So that that stuff is fun and mm-hmm. all. But yeah, there has definitely been days where we're where we've caught it before because mm-hmm. the ground was just too hard, too unbearable yeah. to to get through. Um, so, but it's it's. And it was the best time to go before in Virginia because Sundays they couldn't hunt. Yep. Of course, now they can hunt. Yep. So pretty much all, I'm going to be going here at the end of this week, mm-hmm. but it's at someone's property yeah. and it's a farm and I'll probably still find, go get my blaze orange hat just in <laughs> just case. Just in case. But um, yeah. now we just wait till the end of hunting season. In January yeah. is when we can go out into the woods and do things. Well, I'm sure it's nice to have the vegetation kind of exactly. not there, you know. Yeah, there's, that's that's a huge part of it because mm-hmm. there's sometimes you, places you can go through in the woods and it um, you can't hardly get through because there's so much scraggly brush and things like that. Yeah, oh yeah. But in the, the winter, it's just gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned it with hiking um, where... In the wintertime, all the leaves are off the trees. The views are different. You get more views, but maybe not the views that you're wanting. You know, something about like a valley full of trees, you know, oh, that yeah. have leaves on it. But, you know, and then so metal detecting, same, same idea. You lose the leaves. You lose a lot of like the tall grass and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely see it being easier. Disc golf. Yeah. Disc golf is fun in, during the cooler, colder months. It's easier to find your discs. Um, Harder if it's snowing. <laughs> oh yeah, slide right up under there. But uh, yeah, you go for the really bright ones during the snow. <laughs> you still lose. Depending on how deep the snow is, you yeah. still definitely lose them. But uh-huh. um, we don't. We haven't. I think I've played in the snow once. Mm. But again, it doesn't snow that much here. So, well, you know, I would say for any activity in the winter, the two things that will prevent me from enjoying an activity or even starting an activity are the wind and having cold hands. Yeah. And I've really learned the, uh, the value of having some good gloves. Oh yeah. Um, and gloves that are sometimes even specific for the activities that you're doing. Yeah. And technology now is different for oh, yeah, cool yeah. fabrics and things like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's stuff I have now that, uh, Really wish I had when I was younger. <laughs> even metal yeah. detecting. I mean, we usually wear gloves anyway, even mm-hmm. in the warmer ones, just because you know you're digging and stuff yeah. like that. But if you don't have the right gloves, you will absolutely your hands will just freeze. Yeah. And that was the thing. Um, 
uh, commuting by bike, so cycling, I learned about windproof gloves. Mm-hmm. Changed my life. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then a couple years ago, uh, when I had first gotten the drone that I never use anymore, um, I remember trying to fly it on a cold day without gloves. And that was the abs. I was like, nope, nope, put this thing away. <laughs> yeah. You know? Gets you some of those gloves that have the little fingers that pop out, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Change your life. Yeah, you know, of course, heck, I don't know this. Most of the ones you even see nowadays, you can use your phone and stuff with. The fingertips still work. Mm-hmm. If they fit right, that's another thing. Yeah. If they don't fit right, it makes it a little bit more difficult. But yeah. I, I learned a pretty valuable lesson on uh, when we went whitewater rafting mm. about acrylic, like okay. acrylic socks. Yep. And I just never thought it really would work. Mm-hmm. And then, get, but the guy at the, the rafting thing was like, "Yeah, this is what you're going to want to wear," you know. Yeah. So I, you know, I went ahead and got some and got some you know, acrylic gloves, and I was absolutely amazed. I was just like, I was floored by how my feet stayed warm and my hands stayed yeah. warm. And like after no. that, it was like duck hunting. Oh yeah, <laughs> I had all that stuff when yeah. I went duck hunting. So. Not holding on to the water, keeping it close to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was it's a game changer. But like you say now, you know, you get the windproof. You got mm-hmm. there's just so many different things. Yeah, it <laughs> I used to I used to joke with Rachel because she would go glove shopping and <laughs> okay. for working out at SEAL Team oh, and all yeah. that stuff outside. You know all that, and mm-hmm. I used to just give her the biggest hard time because we'd spend an hour looking at gloves, and I'm like their gloves you know but until the first time you did push-ups yeah, on the frozen yeah, ground no, they're not gloves <laughs> they're just not you know there's so many choices and so many different things that you can get in, in with them involved with them it's it's even a simple process like that now mm-hmm. it's, it's a task yeah. but it's one well worth taking the time for yeah and if you buy a decent pair like they'll last you a couple of years you know so it's 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 one of those situations where planning is everything you know Mm-hmm. It'll make your day so much better. Now, there's one warm or cold weather thing that we don't usually do. So we went hiking with Cousin Eddie. Okay. And uh, we went to McAfee's Knob, and um, him and his friend came along. Uh, unfortunately, his friend has passed away, but it was good to get to know him on the hike and stuff, so that mm-hmm. was good. But we get to the top, and it's cold because it's like we had hiked it, on her birthday, and okay. then we did this two weeks later. <laughs> so it was mid June, January, mid January. <laughs> That's mid June, January, January, <laughs> mid January, and it was quite chilly. Yeah, and uh, we get up to the top, and there just happened to be a little flask of old Fireball. There you go. So, and uh, <laughs> you know, it actually uh, did quite well with warming up. <laughs> just saying. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean we don't normally do that, but it was mm. it was it was fun. It was kind of one of those things, you know, camaraderie. Yeah, no, that kind and of stuff. But I mean, hey, it did like, actually did really well with warming me up. So taking a shot of very awful cheap whiskey is not gonna it's not gonna do anything to you in the long run. You know, it's <laughs> is not- that what you're saying? Fireball is. <laughs> it's even, so cinnamony. Don't even count it as whiskey. <laughs> Indoor cold activities. Are there any? Uh, everything. Everything you would do any other time of the year. That list I was you, looking at. Stephen pulls up a list on the internet. 63 things to do 
in cold weather or something like that. And it should have been titled 60 things to do any time of the year, plus three things that actually <laughs> you can only do when it's cold outside. Because it snows. <laughs> we didn't even mention snowball fights. Oh, man. Snowball fights. Oh, I haven't had one in years. But I was um I was on social media or something, and I came across like a like a short video, a reel or something. I don't know, whatever. And it was this guy had this little plastic contraption that just it folded together with the snow inside, and instead of making a snowball, it made like a rubber duck. It was a snow duck, a snow rubber ducky. Yeah, and like it was funny because I'm gonna have to find it. Yeah, well, and he even was using it like on tree branches, so he would put the snow in and put it around a tree branch. And open up, and the ducks would be hanging in the trees. <laughs> in the tree. I love it. Hey, that might be good for target practice. I mean, you're shooting some great snow ducks. Practice, actually. <laughs> hmm. Oh, but yeah. No, I saw that thing, and it first off, it made me want to have a snowball fight. But secondly, I wanted to like throw snow ducks. So one of the things on the cruises is they have um, these little rubber duckies, mm-hmm. and they're they're hidden. Around and it's just okay. not. This is not a cruise line thing. This is just individuals, and some of them have tags that say, you know, log on to our okay. Facebook account, whatever. Yeah. Tell us where you found it. That kind of kind of like a geocaching. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can either take them and log them, or you can just rehide them if you want. Yeah. But we snagged all the ones we got with the intention of going on the next cruise and putting them out nice. with our own tags on them. Yeah. You know, so. Um, but, uh, yeah, I could do that on the cruise ship, but I don't think they'd last for <laughs> I would say I don't think there's really too much snow on your cruise ship. I've always wanted to take an Alaskan cruise, though. <laughs> Sounds amazing. I bet they'd stay. Yeah? Huh? Hey, guys, pull the ship up over there. I need to get some snow. <laughs> I got to make these little rubber duckies. Well, I tell you what, if we do get some snow in the forecast, like some decent snow in the forecast, and... You hear a news article about random snow ducks all over Church Hill. You know where they came from. I was just figuring a surefire way not to get any snow this year is for me to buy one of those. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's like anytime I buy like a snow shovel. Yeah, same deal. Yeah. It doesn't snow. So I need to actually go buy a snow shovel. I saw freezing rain in the forecast. There's a 20% chance of snow on Christmas Day. I heard about that. Yeah. A white Christmas. Yep. But who knows, folks? There's also, there's also an 80% chance of not having snow. <laughs> Did I tell you about that whole percentage thing? No. That it's not that it's 20% chance it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That it's 20% chance it's going to happen somewhere in the area. <laughs> That's how that works. Yeah. Not your area, but uh, somewhere in the area that you're listening or watching. Okay. It's not a very good chance. No. Those things, no. those ranges are way out there now. Mm-hmm. Like most of our news groups go all the way out to the mountains. So <laughs> there's your 20%. But, well, I mean, I don't think I'm going to do anything differently this year other than make snow ducks, um, <laughs> if possible. <laughs> no, you're not. It's not going to snow. But uh, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll get a wild hair and we'll go do some snowboarding or something. I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, but I'm kind of old and brittle now. How's your health insurance? I mean, it works. <laughs> it's you there. know what? Actually, that was so. That was the last time I went snowboarding. Was when I started working at the hospital because I specifically remember 
being concerned whether my insurance had kicked in or not because I had just started the new job. That was the last time I went snowboarding. So okay. it's been a while. <laughs> the things that spark the old memory. Yeah. Is my, is my health insurance valid? Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. I'm going to go there. I mean, if there's a chance of breaking a leg, I, I want to make sure I got Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Absolutely. Uh, so go do things during the winter. And make sure you have health insurance. <laughs> exactly. And hey, tell us about the fun kinds of things. And if there's anything that we did not talk about that you are just ashamed of us for forgetting, remembering that we are in the Mid-Atlantic. So if it is involving something like snow machines. Ice fishing. Ice fishing. There you go. We didn't talk about ice fishing. but Because we, we've never done it. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, you could put a little wooden shack on a, a, a pontoon boat. to put them on boat. pontoons. That's right. <laughs> There's still no ice. It's just actually, water. It's not a bad way to go fishing, actually. <laughs> I remember one time the river, my river, down North River. I was down at my cousin's, mm. and um, it froze one time far enough. It froze like 50, 60 yards out. Wow. And me and my cousin actually went around. We didn't have ice skates, obviously, but yeah. we went out on our, our shoes and played ice hockey and stuff on actual wow. ice on the river. Okay. Once in 48 years. <laughs> so it happens sometimes for us. And yeah. Hopefully you're there to to take advantage of that, but uh, it just doesn't happen very honest, uh, very very often for us. Yeah, uh, well, with the way things are going, I think you're going to have to drive up to Vermont or Maine or something to get that taken care of. That's right. Cool. Okay. Yeah, go out there, have fun in the, the cold weather, tell us about it. And you know what we say. We'll see you all out there. Yeah, that's right. Thanks for listening to Explore the Everyday. Your hosts were Travis Fellows and Stephen Bowling. This podcast is produced and edited by me, Travis Fellows. Don't forget to subscribe to Explore Day Every Day and leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you liked today's episode, please send it to a friend because word of mouth helps us to grow. If you really want to help us out, you can make a donation at buymeacoffee.com slash podcast. You can find that link and others in the show notes or at explorethevereday.com. Get out there and explore the everyday wherever you might be. There's always one. Salem, would you like to speak to the audience? If he turned around and went meow, I would have shit my pants. Hey, Salem. (laughs) Well, it's a classic cat. He's going to put his ass to the microphone. Either speak to the microphone or... Or get out of the chair. Perhaps I'll sit on you. He will stay there. I'm not joking. Just push him off. He's not going to hurt you. Yep, there you go. There's the brain cell. <laughs> uh.